Welcome back to Yes, Functional Longevity Podcast. We give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Good afternoon. My name is Chris Borda, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness. Coming to you on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon in Burlington, Connecticut. First, let me thank you for taking the time from your busy schedule to listen to what I have to say. I think I have a very interesting topic. I've spoken about this before, but we find it, we forget things over time. And now that we're on episode 216, I thought it might be a good time to bring back some information, more updated information on a few things that I've spoken about over the years. So before we get started, let's get a little bit of housekeeping out of the way. Uh, Tonight's a very exciting night. It's the first time that we try on our jeans and our drop to jean size challenge. Um, participants brought in jeans that they could not button. They couldn't even get the buttons to touch. And this evening, after about three and a half weeks, they're going to be able to slip those jeans on and actually button them. They'll still be tight, but they will be able to button them. So it's an exciting night for us around here this evening. And the other little bit of housekeeping I have for you is that if you want to get to the show notes or you would like to um, get a timestamp of the show, head on over to yesfitnessct.com. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll see a spot that says podcast. Click on that button and you can get to all 216 podcasts. Pick the one if this is the one um, where you can see a little bit of a timestamp and get some of the show notes for today's show. And also, if you aren't around Facebook and you want to get caught up on some of our episodes, you can listen to our podcast on, I know, at least Spotify and probably some more places where you listen to your podcast. So that's all the housekeeping we have for you today. So let's get on to today's topic, which is the one interesting way exercise affects these important proteins for longevity. So I've spoken about mTOR, AMPK, and Situa pathways each before, and they are all proteins or sometimes referred to as longevity pathways or genes. And what I'd like to do today is specifically talk about one of the pathways and how exercise actually activates this pathway and helps us, we believe, to live longer. So for decades and decades now, scientists have sought for ways to understand why we age. And for a long time, they thought we had very little to do about it and that most of it had to do with our genes. And we now know that only 20% of our genes actually determine uh, how long we're going to live. And 80% of how we live in our lifestyle will um, affect how long we live. And these three pathways, longevity pathways, are the ways that they believe it happens all the way down at the cellular level. So today we're going to talk about CERT or sirtuins. And excuse me, how these sirtuins just kind of bring it down to a simpler state for you to understand. So I don't want to get too heavy into the science, but how they, what they do, how they affect aging and how exercise can help activate this pathway and hopefully help us live a longer, healthier life. 
So in the bodies, there's what they believe to be seven sirtuins. In all mammals, there seems to be seven sirtuins from cert one all the way to cert seven. And they're made by almost every cell in our body. And what they do is they instruct the histone spooling proteins, which go around our DNA, which tightly compact our DNA and keeps the DNA together and allows it to not deteriorate as much. And in changing the DNA, what happens is it allows these proteins to turn the genes on and off. And what you want to make sure and as we age is that the gene continues to act as or I should say the cell, we want the cell to make sure that it continues to act as the way it was designed to act. And the genes tell the cell on what it's, what it's supposed to do. So what we're looking for is the sirtuin mechanism. It kind of orders our body to buckle down at times, in times of stress to protect against major diseases. So it, it tells the body, hunker down, protect itself. Let's get going. Let's do the things we need to do to survive longer. And it helps protect us against diseases like the aging diseases, like diabetes and heart disease, Alzheimer's disease, osteoporosis, and even cancer. They mute the chronic overactive inflammation that drives disease, such as osteoporosis, right? And metabolic disorders, arthritis and asthma. The sirtuins help prevent cell death and boost mitochondria, which are the power packs of our cells. I'm gonna talk about this in depth in a few minutes. Boosting mitochondria is critical. Okay, there's kind of, I'm going to give you an analogy, kind of the gas of the sirtuins. And these sirtuins will go out and battle things like osteoporosis and macular degeneration. Our eyesight, they've actually been able to, at the cellular level, bring eyesight back to mice that had macular degeneration. It's interesting. So... One of the essential factors in this whole process, the activation of sirtuins and the function of sirtuins is NAD. The nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. We're just gonna stick with NAD the rest of this broadcast because that is a mouthful right there. But without NAD, without NAD plus in general, we would not be able to function. Our cells need NAD. And without sufficient NAD+, sirtuins cannot effectively regulate the body's inflammatory balance, its metabolism, and its stress response systems that lead to the breakdown of the bodily functions, the aging process. NAD levels naturally decline as we age. And that's the problem. When we're at age 50, you have about half of what we had when we were younger. In fact, age-related NAD Depletion may play a role in age-related health concerns, such as the declines in metabolic health and cognitive acuity. 
So in my studies, now we, these are mice, it's very difficult to do some studies on humans because there's so many different factors, but mice we know we can just control all of its environment. So sirtuins, in these mice studies, sirtuins have been shown to improve DNA repair. So we don't want DNA to be, if it's, it's, if it's not functioning the way it's supposed to function, the cell's not going to function the way it's supposed to function. And inevitably, it's going to cause a mess. So the DNA, it helps improve DNA repair, boost the mice memory, increase exercise endurance, and help the mice stay thin, regardless of what they ate. They were still able to be thin. Exercise can help boost sirtuin activity. And molecules like resveratrol can mimic those benefits. But sirtuins can only properly function in the presence of NAD. So let me help you understand what sirtuins are a little bit better here. Uh, because I know it can be difficult to understand the concepts. I want to give you a couple different analogies. So to kind of understand how it impacts the bodies. If you were to compare the human body to a car, then sirtuins sit in the driver's seat. They decide what we're going to do, how we're going to drive, whether we're going to turn, whether we're going to put our brakes on, we're going to go faster or slower. Whatever it is, they're deciding what's going on. And in our bodies, sirtuins similarly drive numerous bodily functions. They're the driver of the car. And by using the same car analogy, we can compare NAD to the car's gasoline. So gas provides fuel for the vehicle, enabling the driver to decide where, or the sirtuins to drive where and when and how to drive the car. So similarly, NAD plus provides power for sirtuins, allowing them to perform the vital activities they need to perform. The car driver also makes decisions that impact how well the car ages. Whoever that is, he or she determines when it is time to take the car to the shop and get repairs, how often the oil needs to be changed, how often you need to tune the car up, all the different factors that significantly will impact how car, long the car will last. If the driver doesn't perform these tasks, then the car will age poorly and will not be non-functional before we want it to be, and we'll need to buy a new car. On the other hand, if the driver keeps the car up in good shape, we know that the car, especially today's cars, can last well over 200,000 miles. Thus, the car is aging gracefully. Research indicates that sirtuins act the same way, exerting the same powerful influence on the bodies as it, the driver does to the car. We're going to think about this too. No, we'll talk about this other analogy in a minute. So the NAD is the gasoline for the car, okay? The NAD is the gasoline for the cells. And as we just said, they deplete as we age. And, you know, as NAD depletion occurs, it's going to have a large role in our health concerns, the decline of our body. So NED declines as we age due to at least part of the chronic systematic inflammation often refers to as inflammation, inflammation, okay? This 
this inflammation occurs from various sources, including, but not only limited to, senescent cells accumulation. So a senescent cell is a cell that's died, it's dead, okay? And it hasn't been cleaned out of the system. So it's sitting in our system and it sends out pro-inflammatory signals. And so it's, it's cellular debris, it's sending out pro-inflammatory signals, it's immunosenensing, and it changes our gut microbiome. So it's a key to do our best to not have NAD decline because it's all part of the system. It's all part of the two systems here, okay? And the aging process is characterized by numerous body systems and functions, including increase in impaired glucose regulation, a reduction in our cognitive acuity, right? A decrease in energy and stamina, and impaired vision, reduced collagen production in the skin, which leads to lackluster skin and wrinkles, right? So these are all things that we can see. We all see and feel and live. This is what's happening at the cellular level. And it's just a growing body of research that indicates sirtuins interact with many cellular processes in the body's function that declines with age. So it kind of resurrects healthy body functions and restoring youthful vitality. In fact, sirtuins are increasingly being recognized as the master egg regular regulator of longevity. So if you want to age gracefully, then enhancing your sirtuin activity is essential. And so some of the other areas, like sirtuins will safeguard our our brains and how they age. It helps our metabolic health. It improves our body's response to exercise. And since we're exercise people, we're going to talk about that for a minute, okay? Physical activity is essential, essential for the whole body in its health and its longevity. And what research shows is that skeletal muscles response to exercise is reduced as we age. What happens? That leads to a dampening of exercise-induced health benefits. We don't get as much out of exercise as we did when we were younger. It's sufficient NAD levels along with sirtuin activation offer a solution to this problem. It enhances the generation of mitochondria. Now, we know mitochondria are our cells, our cellular powerhouses, and inside the skeletal muscles. So that's what we need to do. We need to enhance the mitochondria production in skeletal muscle, skeletal muscle to improve muscular, both muscle development and exercise capacity. Right down in the cells, NAD, mitochondria, sirtuin activity, it all works together. So how can we optimize our sirtuin activity? We can do it through some foods, some phytochemicals. We can do it through fasting. But today we're good because we're exercise people. We're going to talk about exercise. And what exercise is found to do, it increases SIRT3 protein specifically. Remember, there's seven different proteins. And thereby enhancing overall sirtuin expression. 
This enhances all the sirtuin expressions, everything. So this is where, for example, if you thought about um, the body is the White House, okay? And when the sirtuins get activated, all seven again activated, it's like the president saying, okay, he deploys the army, the air force, the Marines, the Navy, the National Guard, all these different things to help protect the country. Well, this is what helps protect our bodies. Remember, it's a, to bunker down and to enhance our body. And by enhancing our sirtuin expression in skeletal muscle, exercise promotes mitochondria biogenesis. Now, what is that? That's the production of new healthy mitochondria. That's like getting a tune-up, okay? That's like going to high test in the car. And in turn, it enhances cellular energy production. NAD is what gives us energy. So what kind of exercise is best for activating sirtuins? They're not probably exactly sure yet, but we know there's some kind of combination of both aerobic, anaerobic, and resistant training increases NAD in our, in our skeletal muscles. And what, what that'll do, obviously, we've been talking about it, it will bolster our vital sirtuin activity. So one of the best ways to improve our sirtuin activity and improve our NAD and improve our, our mitochondria is with strength training. Let's lift the mice. We'll help do that. Resistant training increases muscle NAD plus. Interval training. So how much lifting do we want to do? A couple of times a week. We want to lift a whole body exercise routine. One that's going to use the major muscle groups, the big muscles. We're talking about the legs, the backside, the back. Not so much biceps and triceps. Yeah, they help you maybe look good in, in, in the summertime. But we want to use the big muscles when we want to get the big muscles tired. We want to get them tired at different rep ranges, different time phrases. But we want to get out of breath. So that brings, leads me to the next point. When we're lifting weights, we want to try to get out of breath. As we get out of breath, that's called hypox, hypoxia. That's where the body is looking for oxygen. That, again, is signaling the body to turn on the defense mechanism. Breathing heavy. So lifting weights is going to overload the muscles, turn on defense systems. Cardiovascular activity, working hard, resting. We know that interval training is very good at increasing NAD in our muscles and throughout our body and our cells. And then we want to do some aerobic activity. We don't always do the same thing all the time. We want to have a nice aerobic base. We want to do some aerobic activity. Get that heart rate up a little bit, breathe and have you a little bit, maybe not as out of breath as a, an interval training session would be. Want to get their heart rate up a little bit. Also will help increase NAD, boost our mitochondria, thus giving our body this the, what it needs to have the sirtuin pathways do what they're needed to do. So they kind of protect us throughout this broadcast and the next two broadcasts, because I'm going to talk about the other two proteins, AMPK and mTOR. 
what we're trying to do is we're trying to stress the body. And by stressing the body, it will hunker down and try to protect itself. So exercise is one of the best ways to do that. It's one of the best ways to increase, increase NAD. So get to it, get exercising. Let's take advantage of all the things that strength training, cardiovascular training give us, okay? That we can tell, that we can feel, right? Improve bone health, improve cardiovascular health, and increase in our energy, maybe help lower our abdominal fat, uh, it increases our mood, better flexibility and mobility, elevated blood, body image. It's going to enhance our brain health. Uh, it's going to increase our stamina, our fitness, and our strength. It's going to help us ward off illness, reduce our risk for health, risks, okay, reduce that, manage chronic disease, strengthen the heart, boost our mood, and even decrease the risk of 13 types of cancer. That's according to the American Cancer Society. We can feel and see all those things, right? But what we can't see is what's going down at the cellular level. And that's increased production of NAD, which is going to help increase our mitochondria, mitochondria function and the function of the sirtuins. So that when we exercise and the body gets stressed and any other types of stresses that we have, which we'll talk about in an upcoming podcast, the body's there to protect itself. So exercise, get some cardiovascular work in, Get out of breath sometimes. So let's think about cardiovascular work. Um, CDC is telling us to get 150 to 300 minutes of moderate intensity activity weekly. That's about 30 minutes, five days a week. I'm telling you, let's get up and move a little bit, okay? That, that 10,000 step numbers out there, maybe you can get to 10,000 steps, but let's see if we can't get moving a little bit. Let's get 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, build on that. The one thing about exercise is once you start to do it, you start to feel good and you start to build on it some. So that takes care of that aerobic activity, okay? And then let's take a look at CDC also says, if you're not doing that, they want you to do 75 minutes of high intensity training, okay? So 75 minutes would be uh, 15 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day for five days. That's 75 minutes. So that's like, can we just, can we just scratch out 15 minutes a day to get our heart rates up and get out of breath a little bit? And then we want to try to strength train twice a week. We know as we get older, we don't get as much out of strengthening as we did when we were younger. So if we can get two nice solid lifts per week, um, you know, you can get a great workout in 45 minutes to an hour lifting weights. That's done correctly. That's going to take care of some of that 75 minutes of high intensity work because you're going to get out of breath. So we can put it all together. That's what you're looking at to do for exercise to help your longevity. So I hope this was helpful. As we just recap real quickly here, we're going to do some get up and move. We'd love to get to 10,000 steps a day. Let's work towards that. We'd love to get to 75, pardon me, 150 to 300 minutes a day of modern intensity activity. Let's try to get 75 minutes per week of high intensity work. Get out of breath and lift strength training twice a week. Start small, work your way up. Always, if you need help, let me know. 
I hope this was helpful. Um, let's get that NED going. Okay, let's boost those mitochondria. Let's get those sirtuins working to help boost our chances to live longer, healthy lives. So thanks for watching this afternoon. Again, I appreciate you taking that time. I hope this was helpful. You can look for more on this topic next Tuesday, where I'm going to give you some more insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching.